It's show 37 of the Rim Pro Report. This week, Melissa Burton of Prism and Tom Dumez of Kent Records. Plus, we'll do some industry news and a little bit more. This show, as you know, is sponsored by our good friends at O'Neill Software. If you're heading to Prism next week, be sure to take some time to visit Ian Thomas, Rick Jones, and the entire O'Neill team at their booth. You won't miss it. O'Neill is the largest software vendor in the record center industry, and bottom line, you need to talk to them if you're looking for record center software. If you're not going to the show, you can check them out online at O'NeillSoft.com. Well, it's Prism Prep Show Week. So get your golf clubs ready for Durrell. It is tea time. Welcome to the Rim, Rim, Rim Pro Report, the one and only weekly broadcast for the Rim Support Services industry. Bustling with news, views, here's what I believe, and the latest updates. That's just them. The show is full of interesting information, stories, yes, important product and service reviews, yes, and a cast of industry characters included. Yes. <laughs> Record center operators, shred and destruction vendors, media and electronic vaulters, scanners and imaging providers. Take note, this show is for you. Now, here's your host, Tom Adams. Yep, 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 it's me again. It's oh, show 37 of the Rim Pro Report. I can't, I can't even believe it. It's May already, and I am glad you were here. I, I'm excited because next week is... Uh, big industry conference, Prism Conference down in Doral outside of Miami, and so I'm excited to be there. But I am really excited for you to be here today because it's another show, and I love our show. Get ready for real comedy fun. Yes, that's what we're all about here on the Rim Pro Report, comedy, real comedy fun, and, well, some great industry people and great conversations, and, as luck would have it, people like David Letterman. David, thank you for being on the show today. Oh, I know, I know. You're giving me signals like I don't know what I'm doing. Huh? <laughs> Can you imagine that? Me not knowing what I'm doing? <laughs> oh, no, David, I am honored to have you here. You are a talk show veteran. You've been in show business for such a long time and and you know i i am in awe for me the best thing about being in the show business is being able to say show business well i i must say i'm grateful in a small way to share this stage with you this is um you know it's an honor and i i'm humbled to have you in my little studio here this place blows what <laughs> Well, you know, we do the best we can. Hey, did you get some coffee there? It's pretty good. You know, after O'Neill sponsored us, we were able to get, you know, the better cappuccino stuff, that fancy stuff, that really good tasting stuff. You you got a beverage, right? I don't believe there's a man, woman, or child alive today who doesn't enjoy a lovely beverage. You know, I'm glad you got one. So thanks for being on the show today, and I'm glad you're enjoying the beverage sponsored by O'Neill. Uh, today we're going to spend a few minutes with Melissa Burton. You know, she's that superhero from the prism office who's making the big conference down in Doral all kind of happen making it all pulling it all together so we're going to give her a brief call and see how she's doing and then we're also going to give Tom Dumez a call and Tom he's been on the show before and well I wanted to call him today too because he's actually the chair of the prism conference and he's also a board member on the old prism association and we'll well we're going to chat with him too about that and a couple other things this is a very very exciting i know i know it's two for the price of one so uh dave i i want to be a little boastful and let you know that we're doing 
our 37th show. And, you know, unlike you, who you've been, I think, 37 years. I mean, we're only on our 37th show. So we're really, we haven't really accomplished that much. And we don't have the big network backing, you know, in terms of having this. But we're just doing our little show right here on the old Internet. And it's the reason Al Gore invented the Internet. Well, I, I and I am so grateful that he did that just for us. So we had a, a vehicle to deliver uh, the Rim Pro Report. I, you know, I'd love to be on radio, though. I, I love the old microphones here in the studio, and I love just sitting, conversing with you and not worrying about having, you know, our makeup on and all that kind of stuff. It's it's just cool. There's something cool about radio. I know for a fact them radio waves is harmful. <laughs> As luck will have it, it looks like we'll be sticking to the Internet. I don't know any radio stations are all that excited about picking up our show. Well... You know, since you're here and maybe maybe I could ask you some advice, you know, about being a great host. I I do the best I can and but you know, you're here and you've done this thing for so long. What kind of deep, profound advice or thoughts could you give me on the secret of your success? You know, it must be obvious to even the most casual observers that I get the answers to life's difficult questions mm-hmm. from the screaming voices in my head. Wow. No need for us to go to the screaming voices in your head. I was just kind of looking for a little bit of advice. I know I've enjoyed chatting with you a lot, and I, I, I'm quite impressed that you're here in the studio with me, but time is getting away from us. I, You know, I, I promised uh, Melissa and Tom I'd call them on time, and I don't want to be late. If we're late, screw it, so we're late. Big deal. Well, it is a big deal to me. They're, you know, they're... They've got busy stuff going on. Melissa's trying to get ready for the conference, and there's a lot of stuff happening. So why don't we get over to the news? We'll get the news looked after, and then we'll get on the horn with uh, Melissa and Tom. I read nine newspapers a day. That's not so much news. Uh, So what we really want to do is actually talk about the news. So here we go. Yesterday, Iron Mountain announced their new strategic plan. And uh, man, this is actually yesterday. Was it the day before? I can't remember now, but... Uh, yeah, they, they got a big strategic plan out there. I have no idea what the hell happened or what to do about it. Well, you don't need to, so let me explain it. This is what uh, they explained in their press releases and, and in their uh, Richard Reese delivered some of this stuff. Uh, so here here's what they're saying. They're planning, based on this whole transition that we've been talking about every week for the last few weeks, to in they've increased the repurchase of additional an additional eight hundred and fifty million dollars in common stock. That so the total repurchase program totals about one point one billion dollars. That represents around seventeen percent of all their outstanding common stock. So they're pulling stock back in. It looks like. Secondly, they're uh, going to either strengthen or abandon their international business. If they can't make the returns, they will look to either sell the business or exit the business in some way or another. That's kind of how they said it. But they seem to want to continue to invest in these emerging markets like Brazil and do joint venture deals and opportunities in Russia, India, and China. So they seem to have responded to the the international business um, push from the 
you know, they, the companies that were kind of pushing them to change things, uh, they're, they're holding strong on some of that international business. Uh, the digital portfolio, and this is the one we talked a little bit more about last week, and the digital portfolio that Iron Mountain provides will be more based on partnerships versus doing it themselves. So based on, you know, what we've heard in the last little while, they tend to be, a, you know, really divesting themselves of their whole uh, cloud infrastructure and all of that kind of stuff, but it's very clear that they will no longer be making investments in the the digital space. And it looks like finally the big sort of news out of that was more commitments to stockholder payouts. To be really serious about that and make that happen. So that that was uh, the big news out of Iron Mountain this week. Hey, some more interesting news. This is uh, this is good news. Deidre Gooden has been named the National Sales and Marketing Manager for NRC, National Record Centers. Deidre has worked for more than 20 years in the industry. Uh, no, Deidre, I would love to have her on the show soon with her, her new role. Actually, I'd love to get Michael Leonard on and Deidre on the show, both or one or each of them. Uh, so congratulations to Deidre and NRC on this announcement. Uh, Deidre's an amazing person, wonderful person. So uh, I'm excited to hear that uh, that's happened for her. Free hot buffet right after the show. Yeah, well, uh, Dave, let's keep going on some of the news. Hey, Sony PlayStation Network hack is even bigger than was first said. In, in fact, it's so big that last night... Uh, U.S. lawmakers are responding quickly to to press for legislation that will require more timely and complete notification when these monster data breaches and intrusions occur. They also want to set the first federal standards for securing sensitive information. Sony, as you may or may not know, just announced that they have been hacked not just once, which were reported last week, but twice, putting millions of their uh, PlayStation Network users' financial data at risk. So they've had to shut that down. But I, I guess the big frustrating part of this whole thing is that Sony didn't say anything. Can you believe that? So I understand the legislature legislators desire to make it really important to as soon as these kind of things happen to put it out and let people know who are involved. Hey, I uh, came across this one uh, this morning, actually, as I was looking through uh, the the sort of news feeds that a local news reporter in South Carolina is reporting tonight, and I haven't seen it. I just saw the promo, uh, an investigation that that he's done into the amount of confidential shredding now done by inmates in uh, the prison facilities. While I haven't actually seen the footage, as I've said, because uh, it'll be on a little bit later tonight, I'll keep you posted. Uh, but the promos themselves will certainly help you if you're in the shredding business. NBC Channel 2 in Charleston, South Carolina tonight. Uh, I, you know, I'm just going to hopefully they're, they're going to reshow the, the actual news clip because I'm really interested in seeing that. I guess the point for me is if, if security is truly an issue and you're selling shredding, this is another thing to keep in front of people. And remind them of the difference of using you as a certified secure destruction specialist. Hey, and then in Berkeley, Berkeley, California of all places, at UC Berkeley, the famous university, the Haas School of Business was emptied a couple of days ago as a result of a fire created in a small shredding unit in the mailroom. Oh my, this is good stuff, isn't it? <laughs> this is the stuff we all just dream about, not because we want buildings to burn, but if you're 
your prospects are using personal or mailroom shredders, the potential costs of using them have just formally increased with this latest news. See the little fire in the mailroom set off the sprinkler system, causing significant water damages on multiple floors of the school, plus the smoke damage that was incurred, plus the loss of use. Use it, people. Use this stuff. This stuff is good. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Well, this is not meant to be entertainment. This is hard-hitting and serious stuff, Dave. We leave the funny stuff till other times. And, you know, well, with a couple of days to guess today, we're going to call the news a wrap. I know there wasn't much in the news. Uh, there was a lot in the news, but it, most of it related to the local shred stuff that was happening in those big couple of the local shred days that are happening. I, I am blown away. Uh, I, I need to mention this. In the last six months, the amount of shred days that get into the news feed is dramatic. So from maybe two to three to four of them every week, six months ago to a year ago, we're now up to 50 and 60 in the news feeds every single week. So that's what was big in the news this week besides Iron Mountain and, of course, what happened at NRC and a couple of those other things. But I, I need to stop. I need to get Melissa on the line. i got to get her. So here we go. Yesterday afternoon, we're doing our rehearsal. What? <laughs> Dave, we didn't rehearse this. You weren't even here yesterday. Hang on. i got to call Melissa. Melissa Burton is the director of events and vendor relations at Prism International. And, you know, I wanted to make sure she was on today's show because, well, next week is the big Prism conference. Hey, Melissa, you there? Yes, I am. Hey, I'm so glad to have you on the show. Uh, this is this is a, a first for you. So welcome to the RIM Pro Report. Thank you. It's good to have you. Hey, the, the big events next week in Miami, how's it all looking? Are you primed and ready? We are getting ready. Um glad you said big event because it happens to be the third largest in our history so far. Wow. So from, from third largest, what makes it the third largest? The number of attendees, and we've got a nearly sold-out trade show floor. We've only got one booth space left, which I'm hoping will be filled by the end of the day today. Oh, sweet. That is so cool. So tell me what that means. How many roughly are attending? We've got about 450 right now. Nice. Um, one thing that we did add this year, uh, we had been doing workshops that uh, held sessions on the, the very first day of the conference in conjunction with some general uh, sessions for maybe startups. Yeah. And we decided this year to hold them in Spanish. So we're having our first ever Latin American forum, and we've got over 60 participants. No way. That is so cool. Very exciting. Very exciting, and a lot of them are staying for the full conference. So we will definitely see some new faces that we we haven't seen either ever or in quite some time. Oh, that is so cool to hear! So that 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 whole Spanish thing is really exciting. Yeah. So tell me about any new vendors. Are there some new vendors hitting the floor this year that we haven't seen before? We do have quite a few new vendors. Um, we've got some, of course, uh, our racking. Still tends to be the largest group. We do have a couple new racking vendors. We've got a couple new container um, vendors. Wow. We've got an HR 
outsourcing company. And and is she the one that uh, is she's someone doing um, a a session too, isn't she? Yes. Very cool. Yes. So that that will be her first time, and um, she's very much looking forward to it, and hoping that they can stay involved from this point forward. And uh, what about uh, speakers? I, I know there's lots of different speakers coming, but any that are particularly exciting to you? Well, we have Janine Driver. Yeah. She is the Body Language Institute. She worked as a federal agent for 15 years. Wow. Um, so she has done all of the major talk shows, um, all of the morning shows, and She's a, a really dynamic and fun speaker, so I think we're going to have a really good time with her. I'm talking to your your good buddy just in a few minutes, um, Tom Dumez, who is the is the conference chair. Um, I'm going to talk to him, but I, I know there's multiply, you know, the committee and you guys did a really good job of, of creating a, a, a multiplicity of good speakers. So uh, thanks for, for all the work you've done making that happen this year. Thank you. And the committee, I just can't say enough about them, and Tom... Um, Especially being our um, being on our board now and being the chair of this committee for a couple years, um, he has really taken on a lot of extra responsibilities and really helped me gather all the materials that I needed. So it's gone really well, um, and I've had a lot of help this year. I know a lot of you know as much as you've got a great attendance uh, this year, there are a lot of people who. Um, can't make it. So what what happens to that? Is there a way for them to take advantage? Is there recordings and all that kind of stuff that happen? Yes, we do record our sessions. Uh, they're available for purchase about a week after the event. And with that, we send all of the uh, handouts and presentations as well. Well, that sounds great. Well, Melissa, I, I want to, from uh, myself, because I know how hard you work, and from the industry, from the at least the, the prism side of the industry that, that uh, the show goes out to, I want to give you a, a huge thank you for all the work you do and the investment you make in, in the upcoming week. And uh, I want to say thanks again. I know you got lots to do this weekend as you prepare, so ha- have a great weekend. Uh, good luck, and we'll see you next week in uh, Durrell. Thank you, and we'll see you then. Okay, see you. Bye. Well, there you go. That uh, Melissa, uh, she's going crazy. She's got a lot on her plate, and it was just good to catch up with her just for a few minutes to hear what's happening at the Prism Show next week. But you know, it's um, it's time. I gotta I gotta get uh, Tom on the line. I I promised him I would get to him as soon as possible. What is- with you well there's nothing wrong with me i i i had to deal with melissa i get get on the call with her and now i gotta i gotta get him on the phone so just hang on would you i could do this all night as a matter of fact you know why i'm a machine i got it i got it i'm calling tom Tom Dumez is a friend of the show. He's uh, was one of our very first was on one of our very early shows. But uh, you know, a lot going on in Tom Dumez's world. He's the chair of the Prism Conference Committee. Uh, he's also the director or compliance consultant, and he's the director of HR. He's a certified HIPAA professional at Kent Records Management in Grand Rapids. And uh, as luck would have it, he's also a board director for Prism. So, hey, Tom, are you there? I am, Thomas. Good to talk to you, my friend. Yeah, good to talk to you again. I know you have a lot of 
of stuff going on, and specifically as we prepare for the conference next week in Miami, or at Durrell, I guess more appropriately, you and your committee have done an exceptional job of pulling this conference together. So tell me, as a committee and as chair of that committee, what was your, what was your goal for the conference this year? Um, I had a couple goals, Tom. Uh, the first goal was to um, exceed the numbers from last year as far as attendees. Yeah. And, uh, uh, we've achieved that. Uh, I don't know the exact count, but uh, last week uh, I think we were up by about a dozen or so people. So uh, regardless of the number, we were able to reach that. Uh, the second goal, uh, my personal goal, was to try to make this the best conference we've ever had as far as content, speakers, the opportunities for, for folks to network, and uh, not that any of the other ones weren't good. Uh, they all are good. Yeah. It's just uh, just on a personal mission, sort of. Um, I kind of made that clear from the get-go, and, and uh, a lot of credit has to go uh, not uh, to me, but uh, to the task group members. Right. Those folks are... A lot of them are owners of their own businesses and yet just still can find the time to devote tremendous amount of, of time and energy to the selection of speakers, uh, the session topics, and, and all the logistics stuff. And I know you talked with Melissa earlier. Um, I really need to, to uh, give a shout-out of thanks to her. I know she really, really works hard uh, to make these things happen, and, uh, and, and she does a deserves a lot of the credit. Yeah, well, well, thank you for saying that. I, I know we just we just did, so it's uh, I, I appreciate it again for from you because as the conference chair, you often see a lot of the stuff that very few other people see. So, what are you most excited about at this year's conference? Is there something specific? I, you know, obviously you're you're even speaking. You've you've got a booth. You got a whole lot going on. But uh, what are what are you really excited about? A couple of things, Tom. Uh, number one, it is the first ever. The Latin American uh, forum that that we're having on Monday, and at, at, at my last check, I believe we have 19 or 20 countries represented. Uh, it couldn't have worked out better with Miami being wow. such a gateway for um, our South American and Central American uh, uh, membership. And uh, Ken Hopkins and Victor Hernandez have have uh, done a marvelous job of planning a a full day, complete with a facility tour that that will be conducted uh, exclusively in Spanish. Uh, uh, for those members down there, that uh, it gives them an opportunity to come up and and, and to be part of the conference and, and to actually participate in sessions that uh, are are in a language that's uh, pretty common to them. So yeah, um, I'm really excited about that, and um, I think our lineup of of the sessions and the, the speakers that have agreed to do them is just uh, it's just phenomenal. I mean, we've got you know some usual standbys. Uh, uh, Gail Bisbee's going to do a couple of HIPAA sessions. Um, Janine Driver, the keynote speaker, um, a pretty known lady that uh, is a body language expert, uh, among other things. Uh, Mike Sullivan, Chris Kelly, Larry Giuliano, John Becker, Sherry Taylor. Um, we've even got one guy that, I don't know, I think a lot of people think he's a loose cannon, but uh, I'll have to be in, in one of the, his sessions to uh, uh, kind of monitor that to see if we invite him back. But uh, some character by the name of Tom Adams is really a couple sessions. Yeah, did not know he was going to be there. Well, wow, that's yeah. impressive. Cool. Yeah, apparently he is a loose cannon. I'd watch him like the yeah. I'd definitely <laughs> and another be one. I yeah, <laughs> I get to uh, I get the honor of doing a session with a a brilliant lady by the name of Lauren Gale uh, from Insperity, which is out in the Bay Area. I was introduced to her by John Becker, and uh, it's a pretty challenging uh, session for uh, the business owner uh, and upper management type, but. Uh, 
yeah, I, I think it's going to be great. Hey, that's great. Well, thank you for all the work you've done as, and I know you, you, your committee and, you know, prism and the you know everybody really contributes but your leadership in that has been most appreciated by the industry so thank you again for that oh my pleasure hey i know you're the compliance guy and you're out there teaching people and and educating uh rim vendor companies service companies uh with compliance and um so tell me a little bit about what's happening firstly in in the rim service companies you work with how are they doing as it relates to uh, their understanding of compliance and their alignment with compliance. The feedback I'm getting from the trainings after I leave—that's uh, probably my favorite part of the whole of the whole deal. Because when a business owner or an upper management uh, a person contacts me and, and lets me know, you know, some of the things that they've changed or that they're thinking of changing because their employees are bringing what they think uh, could be a risk of uh, information security uh, uh, to them. But then they come up with solutions together. That, to me, that, that just speaks volumes, that, that the people that we have working for us, they, they really do care. Yeah. And, and not only uh, do they say, hey, here's, a, here's, uh, here's an area that, that maybe we can do better in, but they're providing solutions. And, and, and that, to me, speaks volumes because it, it really, um, that that shows and tells me that they're growing, that they're learning. Um, and we all face the same you know, a few basic issues when it comes to protecting information. Uh, that's a pretty common thread throughout. So yeah, I get excited every time I get to go. Well, it, it it's interesting to me because your your perspective comes firstly and out of your history as an HR leader and manager. So your whole focus in your training seems to be around ensuring that your the the staff of of your you know, member record centers or companies that take your training, that's the staff that really are the, the heart and soul of ensuring compliance occurs and, and the understanding around privacy is so important. So that to me is a really cool element of what you're doing. In, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So tell me what's new in compliance these days. What what should people be aware of? What should they be looking out for? Is there anything that, that is sort of a hot button right now? Uh, HIPAA still is, I think, the number one hot button. It's not going away. It just seems to be uh, uh, getting worse as far as uh, that uh, proverbial noose tightening around the, the rim uh, business. Yeah. That noose just seems to be tightening. I don't see it loosening anytime soon. It's just a matter of whether or not we are willing to uh, take a close look at how we do what we do. Then uh, the hard part is making the necessary adjustments to mitigate the risk. Um, there's enough risk out there, as we all know, but... Uh, uh, you can have all the policies you want, all the procedures you want, and we need those. Yeah. But my challenge is, but what's the reality? Not what's the rule, but what's the reality? How is this happening every day? Uh, tell me the steps one through three or one through five, and, and we'll talk about those. And, um, you know, here at Kent Records, um, we don't do everything perfectly here, uh, nor do I uh, try to say that. It's just um, I know we've had to change some things, but it's to everyone's benefit. So our employees have have pretty much embraced all of those things, and, and they understand why. And uh, you, you can have all the rules that you want on how to do something, but if somebody's doing it different, that can be a huge negative for you nowadays. Right. So, yeah, that's why I think it's important that, that not only top-level people and owners know uh, what these issues are, but I think it's even more important that their employees all know and that they're all on the same page Yeah. because that's their biggest risk. 
Well, and, and that's what I think is so cool about what you're doing, not only coming from the HR perspective, but you, you kind of live it out in a living laboratory all the time in terms of what you're doing at Kent, uh, yeah. which is which is so cool. And, and, you know, it's easy for people who claim to be compliance people to kind of come from a very uh, sterile or esoteric sense and not really live in the real world of, yeah, it's nice to have policy and procedure, but what are actually people doing and how are they working with this and how are they dealing with the information that they're handling every day? That's to me where, you know, where it really gets exciting in terms of some of the stuff you're doing. So very yeah, cool. It's outstanding. Like I said, we're not perfect. We still have to, you know, change things up every once in a while because all of a sudden, you know, it'll be brought to you and you just have to deal with it. And hey, we don't have it all figured out yet either, but at least we're willing to uh, learn and then do what we need. Rumor has it, and this is just a rumor, but I, I don't know where I got this from. And, you know, being in the news business, I tend to get a little bit more rumor stuff. But right. you're branching out from the just the pure HIPAA uh, compliance training to a lot of other topics. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. I've got uh, some other regulatory topics that we're going to start addressing, uh, such as PCI, wow. uh, Sarbanes-Oxley, GLBA, red flags. Uh, uh, we're going to branch out into other areas, and that's due to uh, uh, interest. So it's uh, it's something that we're still working on, but we are uh, making good progress, and uh, um, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a challenge uh, personally and then uh, professionally as well. And uh, then we get to uh, uh, perhaps uh, just work towards uh, being more of a compliance company than just a HIPAA company or, right. or, or be seen in that light. So, yeah, and I've got uh, webinars of the HIPAA training that are available now and in both English and Spanish, so that's out there. So you speak Spanish? Um, no, sir. <laughs> um, no. Okay. Uh, I, I but was. We had it done uh, professionally, oh, so okay. it's uh, yeah. Good. And, uh, but yeah, it's all good. Uh, we're keeping busy, and uh, the company's growing in pretty much every aspect with EMRs and online backup and recovery, and uh, our all business is growing. Hard copies growing. Imaging's uh, doing well, so. It's just fun to come to work every day. Very cool. Well, Tom, as always, it's a pleasure. I I'm I know you're busy with a lot to prepare for next week, so thanks for taking the time out of your schedule. Hey, when we did this interview the last time, I didn't get to ask you a couple of questions, which I now ask all my guests, and I feel appropriate, and one of the reasons I asked you back is I felt like I also had to get these questions in, uh, and they're the, the official RIMPRO report questions. So oh, no. first question What's your favorite vehicle? If if you could drive any vehicle in the world, what would it be? Uh, probably a Murcielago. Uh, okay. One of those high-dollar foreign sports cars. Oh, okay. I think it's a Lamborghini. It's a Lamborghini. All right. All right. If you could have done anything other than what you've done, HR, compliance, that kind of stuff, uh, what other profession would you have liked to have attempted? Post of the Rim Pro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Uh. <laughs> yeah what's your succession plan no no uh yeah i don't know i uh when i was a little uh a boy i wanted to be a truck driver and i had the opportunity to do that for a few years so i'm pretty content doing what i'm doing cool hey if you could have lunch with one person you greatly admire but have never met who would it be well you're out because we had breakfast right last fall. Yeah. um and it was a good breakfast it was it was and uh, boy i don't know well, nowadays, probably Osama bin Laden. <laughs> Just ask him what he was thinking. Yeah, but he's no longer available to talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, that was yeah. that, that was probably the most interesting answer I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, boy, I'm not sure on that one. No problem. Hey, and finally, uh, those of us who are getting on in life tend to have a bucket list of things we want to do in our lifetime. Say the top 100 things we want to do. What's your current priority? I'd love to travel to Australia. Just hanging out with my, my family and my grandsons. is uh, that, That's working for me now. Cool. Yep. Very cool. Well, Tom, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, as always, for uh, your contribution both here and friend of the show. And thank you for uh, all the work you do in our industry. So uh, looking forward to seeing you next week. Have a, have a great uh, weekend as you prepare for the conference, and we'll see you next week. All right, Tom. Thanks, Tom. Looking forward to seeing you and meeting Becky as well. All right. Cheers. Well, there you have it. It was a good show. Lots going on. It was good to catch up with Tom Dumez and hear what's happening with him, with the uh, the conference, with the, the whole compliance stuff that he's dealing with now. Very cool. Uh, it was a good show. It was really good to uh, be here today with you. Uh, we have to go. Good night, everybody. Yep, that's right. Like Dave says, it's a wrap. So thanks again to our good friends at O'Neill Software who make getting better guests like Letterman possible for great coffee and more than that for making killer software for the records management industry. Be sure if you're at Prism next week to stop in and say hi and check out the really cool and exciting things they're doing. If not, you can always check them out at O'Neillsoft.com. Hey, you know, thank you for being here. If you're going to be at Prism next week, be sure to stop stop me and say hello. Uh, be sure to catch up. I would love to hear from you if you're interested in being on the show. If you want to tell me something you want on the show, I want this show to be the best possible thing that you get in your week as it relates to this industry. And maybe just for the sake of it, having a little fun to go along with it. Thank you for all the fun. Thank you. No, David Letterman. Thank you. And thanks to everyone else for being here today. We are out of here. Have yourself a wonderful week. Thanks for joining us on the Rim Pro Report with Tom Adams. If you enjoyed the show, please tell others. Our website is www.rimproreport.com. Where you can find show archives and a whole lot more. This broadcast is produced and hosted by Flourish Press Incorporated. Join us again soon.